Do you have someone you really care about that has eczema, but you don't, so you don't really know what you can do to help them? Well, stay tuned for this episode because I'm going to share with you 10 simple ways you can help right now. So stay tuned. So here's the big question. How do you heal your eczema for good? How do you get to the point where you're comfortable in your own skin and aren't embarrassed to show it off? How do you stop using creams and medications that only work for a short while and find a long-term solution? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Jocelyn Diaz and welcome to the Eczema Free Journey Podcast. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Eczema Free Journey Podcast. Thank you so much for everyone who has come back and listen. If you're here for the first time, welcome. Thank you for joining us. I'm super excited to have you here. So guys, today I'm going to be going over 10 ways to help someone who, if you're someone who doesn't have eczema, 10 ways to help someone who does, right? So it was brought to my attention that not everyone who has eczema, hold on guys, how can I word this? So not everyone who's listening to this podcast has eczema. Some people have loved ones with eczema. Does that make sense? So in other words, if you're listening and you don't have eczema, but you know someone who does and you want to help them, this is for you. <laughs> so that's exactly what, that, that's the best way to put it. So I realized that. And the reason I also like it, this made sense to me is because my husband, he doesn't have eczema, but me and our two kids do. So I really wanted to take a moment and just dedicate some time to helping you guys out. And I actually, I commend you for even taking this step and, and trying to do more instead of just sit back and watch. You know, I commend you whether you're a mom, a spouse, a friend, a daughter, like it doesn't matter what your relationship is to the other person that does have eczema, what matters is that you care enough to do something about it, right? So I, I really commend you and congratulate you. And if anything, the other person is really lucky to have you in their lives for you caring so much. So I really just wanted to take some time and share just 10 easy ways that you can help them. Right? Cause sometimes it's hard because you don't have eczema, so maybe you don't know how, what to do, how to do it, how you can relate. And I get it. I, I understand that it, in any situation in life, if, you ha- if you're not going through it, it's just different. You can try to understand as much as possible, but you can never fully understand. Does that make sense? So I, I'm just going to jump right into it, guys. The, the list that I'm going to share with you, right, the 10 ways, they're, they're, they're in no particular order. So just kind of take note. If you want to literally take notes, I think that's a great idea so that you can actually enforce the things. And I know there's actually studies, like if you write things down, they actually stick better. So you actually retain them and remember them better. So I think you should write these down because they're they're very easy and you can start doing them right away. I want to make sure to give you something that you don't have to wait to do. So here we go. Number one, you need to kind of just educate yourself on all things eczema. What eczema is, you know, what it is that your friend or loved one is trying to do to heal, right? Whatever they're doing, get informed so that you can continue, you know, continue to support their specific journey, right? 
And the the thing is with learning, it can be difficult for even the person who has eczema. Obviously, if it's a child, you're their advocate, so you're learning already for them, right? But for someone who's an adult, it's just it can be a lot of information. So just having someone who who you can talk to about it and maybe bounce some ideas off of, ask some questions is always going to be helpful. So take, you know, take this opportunity to 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 learn about what your loved one is suffering from and and learn what you can do to help and get get books. You can rent books. You can look online, go on Amazon on Kindle. There's they're like free right now because of COVID, right? There's so many different things that you can do. So don't use an excuse you don't know where to start. Google eczema. And guys, I'm going to apologize up front. I may be a little stern about this and it's it's simply because I don't believe in excuses when there's lots of resources and opportunities. So, I you might see a side of me that you you may have never heard of before. But I just I'm really passionate about, you know, having support. So, I'm just going to be straight up with you and just tell you how it is. Right? So, guys, there are amazing resources out there um for you to for anyone to learn about eczema. And if you're questioning where, just simply DM me on Instagram and say, Hey, Jocelyn, so you told me there were resources. Where should I go? And I will gladly just share anything. If you have any questions, by all means, just at the Eczema Healing Mom. That's my handle on Instagram. And just feel free to to reach out to me. I'm here to help you guys out. So any questions, by all means. So number one is to learn and educate yourself. Books, videos, blogs, whatever it is, get into them and learn. All right. Number two, you need to also be an ear, right? You need to be able to listen. Sometimes when you're suffering from anything, but obviously we're talking about eczema specifically, you just need someone to listen. Sometimes you just need to vent. You need to vent how uncomfortable you are, how much pain you're in, how tired you are of all of this, how hard it all is, right? Sometimes you need someone to just listen to your frustration so you can just let it out and that's it. You don't need to actually take what they're saying and try to fix. Just listen, right? Don't let what they're saying consume you or anything. Just listen. I don't know how many times this has come in handy. Just with my husband, I just need... I need a vent for a moment so that I can just release this frustration I have inside of me. And also just an, a little note, a little tip. Um, I came across this a while ago. And instead of, if like, if by, for some reason, if you're, I don't know, if your loved one doesn't have someone to talk to or if you think that you can't handle what they're going to say, whatever it is, you can have them write it down. Or you, this can be anything in life. So if you have a frustration, you write it down on a piece of paper, something that's holding you back, a negative thought, a dream, something that happens in your life, whatever it is, you can write it down on a piece of paper and then burn that sheet of paper or a little piece, whatever it is, burn it. And what I found when I've done this is it just kind of makes me feel lighter. It feels like it's not like important anymore. So that's a really cool little thing. Obviously, be careful. Don't don't start setting fires, guys. But it's just really, I don't know what it is. It's really just kind of clarifying, if that makes sense with this. I've enjoyed it every time I've done it. So that's something you can try as well. 
So number three, guys, take initiative. So as you're learning and you're kind of getting familiar with all these things, you're going to come across things that you can automatically tell whether or not your loved one can benefit from. So for example, I have eczema specifically on my hands. So I came across cotton gloves one day and I got them because I thought that they were going to help and they really did help. They've been amazing. I use them every single day. So if you see that your loved one has eczema on their hands and one, I just told you about cotton gloves, but if you come across them and you think they can benefit, you take initiative yourself and get it, right? Sometimes it, we just need someone to, to kind of help us. So if you see something, it can be cotton gloves, it can be just different cotton clothing, bedding, shower products, right? If you see cleaner shower products, cleaner makeup, or anything along the lines of better and healthier for the skin, then you can definitely take initiative yourself and just get them. Or at least, at least you can tell your loved one about it, right? So I think taking initiative is really helpful and it really shows that you care and that you're always thinking of them, right? So number four, don't, just because we're suffering from eczema doesn't mean we need to feel like you're pitying us. Right, so you don't necessarily you don't need to feel sorry. You just need to help when you can. No one likes to feel pitied. So instead of treating this like I don't know, like a debil- a debilitating illness, which I'm not gonna lie, it can be. But instead of just pitying, just find ways to help heal. I think that way you just get to the root cause and and actually Move forward and and get closer to healing. Right? So, number five, help when necessary without them having to ask. So, I'll tell you a little story to explain this one. A few months back, I was going through one of the worst flare-ups on my hands that I've had ever in my life. So bad that I needed my husband to do practically everything. Uh, when I say everything, I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't make dinner or any meals. I couldn't bathe our kids. I couldn't get them dressed. I couldn't change my daughter's diaper. I couldn't wash my own hair. My hands, I couldn't use them. Speaking of, talk about debilitating, that's what that felt like. I, like, I could not use my hands. And the best part was... My husband never made me feel guilty. He did things out of his own heart. He did things without me having to ask him. He never asked for anything in return. And my heart was just so full. I was so grateful. And I just remember the day that my hands were better. I just wanted to give back. Obviously, throughout that time, I tried to help as much as possible. But once I could use my hands again, I was like, okay, babe, I'm back. Let me jump in and do all these things. And like I was just ready to give back 10 times more because of how kind he was. So helping when necessary without having to ask, without the person who's dealing with eczema having to ask is like, oh my gosh, so many brownie points. So many brownie points. All right, number six, be patient. Having eczema 
is so difficult because a lot of the time it comes, you don't know why, and it goes, and you don't know why. And when it comes, it's uncomfortable, it's painful, it's itchy. And for if it's it's the itchiness is so difficult to understand when you've never had eczema. Because yes, you might have had a mosquito bite, or you might have had an ant bite, or something. But the itch from eczema is just something that you it you take so much strength to not scratch, but sometimes it it's just too much, right? So guys, think about this. It's you guys have to relate because anyone who's been itchy can understand. Right, so imagine you're walking, right, and your hands are full. Let's say you're holding a box, let's say a heavy box of books that you need two hands for, and you get itchy on your nose. What's the first thing you do? You try and do that little wiggle thing, right, that you wiggle your nose, try to get the itch. Okay, damn, that doesn't work. What do you do next? All right, you try to start rubbing your, sh- your, your nose on your shoulder, right? Oh, my gosh, you still can't get the itch. You're like, okay, okay, just give it a second, it'll go away. And then the itch starts to intensify. And you're like, oh my gosh, okay. So you're here trying to to lift the box to your face to scratch you. You're trying to do all these things. And until you can finally, you finally just like, okay, F it. Putting it on the floor. You put the box on the floor. You drop it if you have to to scratch the itch. And, and that's just maybe like a feather or something that you know, some dust. I don't know. But the point is you got a little itchy. Eczema is like 10 times that and everywhere you have eczema. So I have it all over my hands. If I get itchy, that means my both of my hands are itchy. So it's so difficult not to scratch. So being patient and just, you know, not saying the dreaded words, just don't scratch. It's not that easy. And having a little bit of compassion and being, you know, just kind of understanding that you can't really understand will go a long way, all right? Trying to heal isn't easy. Being constantly uncomfortable isn't easy. So just be patient with your loved one in this healing journey. And if anything, I encourage you to try to help them. You know, there are several things you can do to try to help when you're you're just really itchy. One, you can eat vegetables. I know it sounds ridiculous, but vegetables are alkaline. And when you're itchy... It usually, your body is usually a little bit more acidic. So you have a scale. On one side of the scale is alkaline. On the other side is acidic. If your body is too, is acidic, that means you're not in optimal health. In order to be in optimal health, you need to be slightly alkaline. And that pretty much means you're eating like vegetables and different um, healthier foods instead of the processed food, the junk foods and things like that. So the reason that vegetables help is because it helps balance the acidity you have in your body, which causes inflammation, which just makes a whole bunch of things that aren't good for you happen. So you can eat vegetables, you can drink celery juice, you can put something cold on the eczema, like an ice pack. You can try and maybe, like if you're sweating or something, you can help them just rinse off their eczema and pat it dry, never rub it. All right, so those are simple things you can just get informed about. And you can help your loved one with when they do suffer from it. That's why learning and getting educated on things, all things eczema is so important. All right, so number seven, be thoughtful to their food guidelines. So we're healing our eczema, right? In this podcast, everyone 
in case you didn't know, this podcast is all about healing your eczema without any steroids or topicals. I've been there, done that, doesn't work long term. So we are going deeper and we're doing it all with the things we eat. So if your loved one is on the same journey, you need to be thoughtful and considerate about the things they're eating. Why? Well, let me explain the story first and you'll be able to understand. So three years ago, before my son was born, three to four years ago, um, John, my husband, he was trying to eat healthier and just, he wanted to go on a specific diet. And when I say diet, he wasn't trying to lose weight. He was just trying to eat healthier foods. And I was the, in on the, babe, I'm already eating healthy. I don't need to eat healthier. So at one point, we found ourselves buying groceries for like two different people that didn't even live together. They were just completely different. And one, we wasted a lot more money. Two, it was so much more difficult to to make these meals and to maintain like the groceries in the house. It was just so much more complicated, right? So if you live together, one, it's going to be costing you more money. And two, if you're living together with someone who has eczema and they're trying to change what they're eating, one, it's hard enough to change what you're eating. But it's even harder if you have someone eating the things you want to eat instead right in front of you. Right? And that's like telling someone who's trying to lose weight, like, not to eat the cake that you're cutting right in front of their face. It's, one, it's uh, it's inconsiderate. Two, and it, may, it, it just makes things so much more difficult. So if you're living with someone that has eczema and you really want to help them, go on this journey with them and change what you're eating as well. Buy food for one household, not like if it's two different households. Buy food for one household and eat what they're eating and support their journey. Get excited about the recipes. Cook together. Right? Like, you can do so many things to help. And you don't need to be making it more difficult by keeping all of the, you know, maybe their favorite sweets in the house. Whether it be donuts or ice cream. Right? You don't need to keep the cereals. You don't need to do anything that's going to make this journey any harder than it already is. And that's the truth. If you're living with someone that has eczema and you really want to see them make a change i hope you're strong enough to go on this journey with them because you need to be able to to support them and help them it's that simple especially if you're a parent you can't be eating one thing and telling your kids to eat another i think the best way to lead is by example the whole saying do what i say not what i do not not with me do as I do, and that's how we will all succeed. All right, so number eight, help keep them accountable to their goals. Don't be their escape. <laughs> like I said, the escape. So if you talk to your loved one and they tell you that they're going to be going on this journey, they're not going to be eating gluten or dairy or sugar, right? All these things, they make a decision. Then they have a moment of weakness and they're like, oh my gosh, I need to go eat some ice cream right now. Let's go. Instead of being the person that's like, oh yes, let's go. You've been working so hard. No worries. Be the person that's like, wait, think about it. You told me that you wanted to do X, Y, and Z. This isn't in those guidelines. And if you have to be that person that they get mad at for a minute, 
that's okay. I do that to my husband every now and then because he knows my goals and he just keeps me accountable. Sometimes I don't like it, but at the end I'm like, okay, yes, you're right, I'm sorry. And I'm sure if you really care about that person and they really care about you, they're not going to stay mad at you for long. (laughs) Sometimes you got to be the bad guy in order to really help them, right? So number nine, love your loved one that's suffering from eczema unconditionally. Now, sometimes eczema can look pretty bad. I'm not going to lie. You can have cracked, bleeding skin. Sometimes if it's infected, it can have like pus balls and it can just look really yucky. Honestly, I've had it. It doesn't look nice. I'm not going to lie. But one thing my husband has never, ever done is made me feel embarrassed, is made me feel self-conscious, has made me feel ugly. And I feel like as someone with eczema, there are moments where you question, do they think my skin looks ugly? And even if I know it does look ugly, I don't want you to think it does. So it's... It's, I think this goes for certain different types of relationships because I feel like, you know, no matter what, if it's your child, you're, it's just different. But maybe this is your friend and you're just trying to help them, but you're not used to seeing this often. So when you look at it, it kind of just hurts you to even see it. I get it. But hold it in, get your poker face on and don't let them see it. And if this is your spouse... And the person who has eczema doesn't mind that, you know, you touch it. Obviously, if there's not a flare-up or something. Like, sometimes I just have some eczema on my legs that doesn't hurt, but it's just like a little patch. And my husband will rub my leg like nothing. That's what I'm telling you to do, right? If you go to rub your loved one and you get to their eczema, don't cringe or move away like you're disgusted or you're afraid or it's contagious because it's not, right? Just treat them like normal, right? If you're squeamish or you don't like how it looks, suck it up. You're not going through it. You're not suffering from it. Imagine how they feel, right? And guys, I told you, I might be a little more strict and a little more, you know, strong in this episode, but it's just so important. These things are so important, all right? I'm sorry if I'm coming off too strong. I just want you guys to really understand what what you can do to help. All right, and the last one, guys, which I think is like really, really important if you want to really understand how you can help. Ask questions. There's no better way to understand how they feel than to ask, how do you feel? All right, obviously, this is more for adults or children that can already speak. If you have an infant with eczema, it's much harder to understand how they feel if you don't have eczema yourself. But... For adults and children who can already speak, you can, you can ask them just simple questions like, how does it feel? What do you need from me? Right? And just get clarifying questions so you can be on the same page and understand what they need, what you can do, right? Like different things that, that you may not have thought of because you've never had the conversation. So f- ask questions and first of all, just ask if you can ask questions. I just be considerate that it might be a sensitive topic. All right, guys. So those that those that's it. <laughs> those are the ten ways that you can help, and you can start doing those things right now. So take action, and I know that your loved one is really going to appreciate it. 
because this journey is not easy but having someone on the same page and here there to support you is just going to make it that much easier so i commend you for taking the step taking action i i wish you nothing but the best for you and your loved one that is suffering from eczema if you have any questions feel free to reach out to me at the eczema healing mom on instagram and i just wish you nothing but the best I I hope you enjoyed. I hope you continue listening and getting pointers and different tips on how you can help. And I will see you on tomorrow's podcast. Bye, guys.